Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Talk Healthy to Me podcast. This is episode five, and today we're talking about something that's been so heavy on my heart lately and something that I've just been dying to get my words and my thoughts out to you guys and just start the conversation about it. So today we're talking about all things social media and really the main focus I want to talk about is how to use social media for good, how to use it as a tool to bring good into your own life and into the lives of people that are following you or seeing your content. So whether you're a creator on one of the social media apps or if you're a consumer on one of the social media apps, I think this conversation in this episode is going to have a lot of awesome insight for you. I'm also going to share my own personal story with social media, kind of how I got started, how I transitioned into where I am now on it, the things that I learned along the way, the ways that I messed up, the ways that I feel like I've excelled, and just all the in-between. So if you are new here or you don't happen to be following on one of my social medias, I'm Brinley. I've really been posting on social media probably since I was 14 or 15, whenever I was first allowed to get the Instagram app. Um, And back then, it was just a fun little thing, like take a random picture with the Instagram filter and post it. And it slowly, slowly transitioned into really an integral part of my lifestyle. Right now, I do social media full-time on all platforms pretty much, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, all of that. That's a huge part of my job in my life. And then I also do an online fitness app and I have a company of gut-friendly sleepy time hot cocoa kaisos. So I have my hand in three different things, but social media is definitely one of the big ones. And over the years, I've had a love-hate relationship with social media. Over time, I've really just come to the conclusion that social media in of itself is not the problem. That is my opinion. I'm not stating that as a fact, but this is my opinion. Social media is not the problem. It's all in the hands of the person that is using it, their mindset around it, why they're using it, how they're using it, how much they're using it. That's when it becomes a good thing or a bad thing. That's when it can become a problem or it can become a blessing, a great thing in your life. So I don't think just the app itself of Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, is a bad thing. I think it's just a neutral thing. It's a tool. It's just something that's out there that we can leverage for good or we can leverage for bad. And that's really ultimately our choice. I love the saying that too much of a good thing can become a bad thing. And I think it's true for anything. I mean, I know that's something my mom taught me growing up. Think about it. Even if you have way too much broccoli in your diet, that can be a bad thing. It can cause stomach problems. It can disrupt your digestive tract. And we see broccoli as like a good thing. It's a healthy little vegetable, you know? But in moderation, of course, you don't want seven buckets of broccoli. You want a serving of broccoli, just like anything else. What's another thing? Sunshine. I think sunshine is beautiful and it makes us feel so good to be out in the sunshine, to get sunlight in our eyes. But of course, if you go out and roast in the sunshine all day and get burnt, then it becomes a bad thing. So I really think we have to look at social media just like anything else in life, too much of it, or if it's done in a way that's not healthy, it can obviously be unhealthy and be a bad thing. But in of itself, when used correctly and when used in a healthy way, it can be a good thing. But before we dive into my story with social media and everything, I kind of want to talk about what really inspired me and intrigued me to talk about this today on the podcast. And it's the fact that there was a Harvard study. I'm probably going to botch this name. Um, it's Mesfin Awokbekalau. Again, I am so sorry if you know that person or <laughs> know this study and I said that wrong. I probably did. But anyways, he co-authored this study at Harvard and it's talking about the associations between social media use and positive mental health and well-being. And basically he proposes the question of like, what is healthy versus potentially problematic social media use? Through their study, they have come to the conclusion that using social media as a small little part of your everyday routine, going on, like consuming healthy content, posting and connecting with people 
can actually be very good for your mental health. It can help you connect and meet friends that you later will be able to connect with in person. It can give you a sense of motivation throughout the day, a sense of inspiration to go out and do things in your real life. It has so many goods that are attached to those. But on the flip side, they found that if you have a unhealthy emotional connection to social media, like checking it excessively, gaining FOMO from seeing people do stuff that you're not doing in that moment, all of the negative things that it can negatively impact your mental health. So I thought it was really interesting that there is um, a Harvard study just talking about the pros and the cons and really diving deep into how they impact your mental health. And if you want to check out that study, I will put the link in the description of the podcast so you can go look further into that. But I read through it and I was just really inspired to talk about it after that because it all made sense. It had all been things that I was thinking in my head about social media and wanting to talk about, but they just put it into words with um, science-backed evidence and it was really, really cool to read through. But yeah, let's get into, I guess, just my story with social media, how I started and how I'm at where I am now. So like I said, I can't remember the exact age um, that I started posting on social media, but it was around the time that my mom like let me get a phone that could download the Instagram app. And I did. And for a while, I mean, if I could look back, I'm sure I would just laugh so hard at the first couple pictures. They were probably like pictures of my foot in the sand, my flower in my yard, like silly random stuff. And I just wish I could go back in time and like experience that again, because I truly think it, it just had to be an expression of like art and fun back then, because there was no such thing as blue checks and reels popping off and business on social media or anything it just had to be like a fun like photography type of app I think that's what I saw it as for a while and I really did enjoy taking pictures I've always loved photography in a simple sense I've never gotten into you know actually like being a professional photographer that was never really what I wanted to do but it was more so just like taking pictures on my phone and finding pretty things like seeing the sunset and getting a cool angle of it and stuff like that. So I definitely like grew up posting that on social media for a while. And then I think maybe it was around when I got into high school is when I started taking it a little bit more seriously and posting more of myself and not just random things I would take pictures of. I think that's when social media started really picking up and Instagram started picking up and you know you would get dressed up for a fun dinner and take pictures with your friends and all of that. So I think that time in my life is when it was a little bit unhealthy for me because I didn't have a purpose behind it. It was no longer really a fun artistic thing to do. Um, It was more so kind of just like showing off pictures of you or that's what the people at my high school kind of were doing like pretty pictures of you with your friends doing fun stuff on the weekends whatever that was kind of all that was posted or all that was posted from who I was following. I think in high school that was the time when I started using social media in a bad, potentially harmful way for my mental health. And I think a lot of it stemmed from not not really social media, but just who I was and what my life was back then. I loved high school. I loved my friends in high school. I loved being on the cheer team. I loved a lot of things of high school, but I was struggling big time with my family life in high school. My parents um, did end up getting a divorce my sophomore year of high school. And I went through just a lot of hard times, loneliness, confusion, a lot of just not fun stuff in high school um, because of my family life. And it really affected me in huge ways. And I think I kind of turned to social media and to posting on Instagram as an outlet, kind of. I know this is about to sound crazy and kind of sad, but I remember I would be like sitting at my house. I had just been crying and really sad and upset and hurt by things that were going on in my life. And I remember how good it would feel to go back and find an old picture from, you know, a few weeks ago or something when I was all dressed up and happy with my friends and post it then in that moment. This is vulnerable to admit, but I do remember that specifically. Like when I was felt like I was at my lowest and I was just felt so depressed and not okay. I remember it just feeling comforting to look back at old photos, find one where I was smiling and happy, post it on social media and kind of convince myself that like, yeah, this sucks. My life sucks right now, but there are still happy moments and like I can still have a good life and I can still find the beauty in life because like I was smiling in this picture three weeks ago. I'm gonna post it right now and I'm gonna just fake it till I make it and convince myself that 
everything's okay. Um, and like I said, that's really hard to admit because even though that was a long, long, long time ago, um, that was a part of my journey with social media. And that's kind of when I was using it as a coping mechanism or in an unhealthy way. And it's a way that I see social media can be very problematic because if everybody's doing that, if everybody's living a sad, lonely, confused life, just hurting, but then they're posting pictures in in honestly a fake way that's convincing everybody that sees them that they're 100% okay, they're smiling, they're happy, that's problematic. And that sucks because not only does it is it not good and healthy for me? Like when I was doing that, it's not only was it like me falsely convincing myself that I was okay, but it's problematic in the sense that, you know, another girl that's maybe struggling at home or struggling with something else sees that. And then it creates like a, everybody's doing okay, except me. Like they could be feeling the exact same way I was lonely and sad and depressed and upset. But then they see that picture of me smiling and they compare themselves to that. And they're like, oh, everybody's so happy. Everybody's living life. She's with friends right now. And I'm just sitting at home crying. But in reality, I was sitting at home crying too. And it's like, it can create this false reality for you, but also for others comparing themselves to you. And that was probably the lowest of lows for my whole social media experience was in those couple of years of doing that. And of course there were like good parts of it too. Like sometimes there were pictures that I would be so happy in the moment and post and it was fun and I loved them and whatever. But at the end of the day, no matter if I was like posting in a happy mood and good and real life or the opposite, I still was using social media in a way to, I guess, like I liked the attention from it. I liked the gratification from it. It felt good when people would comment nice stuff and say that I was pretty and I I found a lot of approval in social media. So ultimately, no matter if I was posting good stuff or bad stuff or fake or real or whatever, it still ultimately, in my opinion, was not healthy for me because I was seeking approval for social media. And I definitely think that's because I was missing um, that approval in my own life sometimes with everything going on with my family. And then even thinking back on like ex-boyfriends in the past and stuff, I look to social media for approval for sure. And it's easy. It's a slippery slope and it's so easy to use social media for that because it does feel good. It's, it's literally science actually. Like when you post something and you get a bunch of likes and comments and everything, you get a dopamine hit and you have all those feel good chemicals and you convince yourself like people like me. Social media is telling me that people like me. I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to stay on here and it can become addicting. So all these things are really the all-encompassing like negative parts of social media and like I said that's negative for the creator like who I was like posting the pictures and everything but also for the audience the people watching because it can they can be literally looking at a, a false reality and think it's real and compare themselves to it which just sucks so anyways that is a big throwback to like 10 years ago that's like 15 maybe maybe even younger maybe even middle school age but I think the big turning point for me was when college hit and that actually happens to be when I started to feel better in real life and to find my purpose in life and that's actually when I started a relationship with Jesus and just everything was looking up in my real life outside of social media and in turn it naturally made social media a healthier place for me because I was a healthier and happier human. Therefore, I was posting for better reasons and I was consuming content for better reasons and everything started to change once I got healthier in my own heart and in my own head. And in college, I remember I had this realization of kind of what I'm talking about now of how social media can be a negative thing, but it doesn't have to be and I can make it whatever I want it to be. So I had that realization in college while that was also the time that I was like starting a relationship with Jesus, growing in my faith, meeting friends who had a really positive impact on me and really just feeling purpose-filled in my life and joyful for probably the first time. I thought, I don't have to post pictures on here for approval anymore because I actually believe that there's a God out there that created me and loves me just the way I am. And I have friends now that also love me just for who I am. And now that I've opened up to friends about what I kind of went through in high school with family life and divorce and feeling depressed and all of that stuff, and they still love me right where I'm at, and I'm getting through that and I've gotten through that, I don't need that hit of dopamine from social media likes or attention anymore. I don't even want that. It's It felt like shallow. It didn't feel like it was real because I had it in real life from God and from the people around me. So I think 
I just lost the desire to have that approval from social media because I had it in real life and I just was more secure in who I was. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect or I was or I am now or anything in the fact that like, you know, approval doesn't feel good or something like approval and likes and comments are always going to feel good. Compliments feel good. They're sweet to the soul. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying when you go to social media for your only source of approval and to feel good about yourself, that's when it can become very problematic and unhealthy for your mental health. Because on the flip side, if maybe you post a picture and you don't get any of those comments saying that like you look really pretty or whatever the compliments are and you don't have those anymore then are you gonna think well I don't have those compliments anymore so are you gonna think that those things aren't true about you still do you feel like you're no longer beautiful or valued or worthy or seen and I think that's like where my problem was in in high school for sure but anyways so in college I started posting more to inspire people I started sharing just like quotes that inspired me maybe some bible verses that I felt like really were encouraging to me when I was in hard times. Um, I started sharing a lot of fun lifestyle content, trying to motivate people to get outside, be in the sunshine, go hang out with friends and do things that really helped me and made me feel better and just things that you could do to start living a happier and healthier lifestyle. So I tried to post a lot more of that versus just like pictures that I thought I looked really pretty in. My content, my idea for what I wanted to post just changed a lot. I also not only changed on the creator side, but I changed on the consumer side too of the pictures that I was liking and the accounts that I was following and the things that I was looking at on social media. I changed all of that because I didn't want to follow follow people and accounts that made me feel jealous or like I was missing out or like I wasn't good enough. I wanted to make sure I was guarding my heart in that sense and follow people that genuinely made me feel good about myself and made me feel excited to do good things in life and felt like full of gratitude and nature accounts, travel accounts, art accounts, fashion accounts, food accounts, things that I was actually interested in and hobbies and things I wanted to see and learn from. So yeah, I changed what I was posting, but I also changed what I was consuming on social media. And that absolutely changed my world on social media. It made it a place that I was happy to get onto and look through, just like I used to look through magazines when I was younger. It made it a place that I felt good about what I was posting. Knowing that now I wasn't posting for compliments or for approval, I was posting to try to be a light in someone else's life and also posting again for expression of my own art and the things that I loved to do, whether it was like put together a cute outfit or edit a fun video on the boat or go see a beautiful sunrise or sunset or something like that. So that was in college. And then everything really changed when I went on the world race. If you don't know what the world race is, the world race is a mission trip where you go to a bunch of different countries and you kind of just show up in each country, live with a host family, and you serve in whatever way you can for that month or two months that you're with them. So for me, I went to Colombia, Ecuador, Thailand, and Cambodia. I don't think I've ever shared the story of how I got to go on that, but basically I went to Alabama for one year of college. I realized it wasn't for me very quickly, and I begged my parents to go on this gap year pretty much from college and decided on the world race. And I can definitely go deeper into the experiences of that. I would love to share more about that later. But basically I went on the world race and for fundraising to be able to go on this, um, we shared a bunch of blog posts, video posts, photo posts, all of that. And then I also updated everyone back home, all my friends and family through social media, through my Instagram. So I really, really enjoyed. I bought this little camera and I really, really enjoyed taking pictures and documenting everything while I was over there from what my teammates my friends were doing on a day-to-day basis to the people we were meeting sharing stories of different cultures sharing stories of different foods we were eating and things we did and ministries we went to and all of that it was so fun one to just document it and to create content in all these different countries traveling I I found so much joy in that but then I also realized that it was inspiring a lot of people and opening up all my friends back home at college opening up their eyes to you know the world outside of our little bubble in America it was a way for me to still connect with friends and family back home home when I'm all the way across the world and to share my experiences and not just with like a caption in my words and almost like a journal entry, but also with pictures to put to that caption. And I just, I loved that aspect of it. And that's when 
my social media kind of started taking off more as I would post these updates and everything. More and more people caught on and it started growing a lot. And so I think for a while, my social media was kind of all about travel and experiences and sharing and storytelling and creating and all of that. And I think I formed a really, really healthy relationship with social media and how it can be a good tool. Then a huge part of my story too, though, is on the world race, I got really, really sick. I had six parasites, salmonella and E. coli by the time I got back to America. And honestly, it was all my fault. I was a fool with the things that I ate and what I drank. And when you're traveling for so long, it's really hard to refuse certain things. And if you're super, super parched and there's no like purified water bottle and there's just tap water, you know, sometimes I drink it. So yeah, I did that to myself. But anyways, I got back and had to heal my body. I had lost so much weight, so much muscle. I was just lethargic. I was sick and I did not feel good at all. When I got back, that's kind of where fitness and health really came into my life because I had to heal my gut, heal my body, build muscle back on my body. And I did work with a holistic doctor and she really helped me with like meal planning and finding workouts to build my strength back and everything. And that is when my passion really took off for health and fitness and wellness. And I kind of started an Instagram as my own personal diary, honestly. I didn't think anybody would ever follow it. I just started posting. So this was like a side Instagram. And I started posting meals that I was making to heal my gut in my digestive tract after all the parasites. I started posting workouts that I was doing to try to build strength back and really just everything I was doing. And I mean, at the time it It was just my close, close friends and family kind of like, again, just updating them. They would keep up with how I was doing and what I was doing to get better. It was a public account though, still. It was never on private. So I guess pictures started getting on on the Explore page and people started catching on and the account started growing and growing and growing. And then by the time I was really better, I had gained back all my weight and I was feeling so much better and I had just this whole transformation, honestly, back to better than I ever was because now I actually truly cared about nutrition and health and wellness from the inside out. So all of that that I went through was actually such a blessing to me because it fueled this fire in me to really take care of my body and to just learn like what foods work best for me and what workouts work best for me and sharing it on social media for anybody that cared or wanted to follow along. But anyways, I got better. After that, I just continued the Instagram. Now it wasn't for trying to get better. It was just for trying to live optimally and live a healthy lifestyle on a day-to-day basis with workouts, nutrition, mindset, journal entries, doing things like being outside, going on walks, watching the sunset. I would just share it all and the traction really picked up on that. That's when that Instagram started to grow. And eventually when Lucas and I started dating, we started doing couple workouts. Um, By this time, it was when quarantine was happening, COVID was happening, and everybody was at home. So we started sharing at-home workouts, all of that. That really grew my account. And then I kind of transitioned more into gym workouts once everything went back to normal. My Instagram really just kicked off from, from all of that. And when TikTok started, I started posting on there a lot. I have a couple's account and a regular account. So we were sharing like fun day in the life videos of me and Lucas and our wedding and everything after the wedding, the honeymoon. And then on the other side, I have a fitness account for just like fitness and recipes and lifestyle of just me, myself. And being on TikTok really also helped me to grow my account. When you're on TikTok, it like cross promotes over to Instagram. So say one TikTok goes viral, then you have in your caption, like, by the way, my Instagram is this. If you want to follow me on a more day-to-day basis and see what I'm doing over there, it, it helps you to build. So I definitely, that is one tip. If you're trying to grow, get on all platforms as possible. Like get on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest. They all help each other out. And it was kind of one thing after the other. Instagram was always my main thing. And then TikTok, and then we started a YouTube channel and all of them just kind of grew together. So that is how all that happened and now I mean there were always ups and downs in my relationship with social media I would go through maybe some months where I did find myself comparing myself to other people or to other lifestyles and I think I just I just knew that I never wanted to use social media for a sense of approval in that way again like I used to in high school and I just started putting boundaries on myself I realized like I have all of the power to choose who I follow, to choose the content I consume. And if it doesn't make me feel good, I'm not going to. And that's what's so crazy about social media is how you can curate what you see. Like if you click right now and you go on your phone and you go on Instagram and you go to your explore page, open up your explore page and 
you'll see what you have been spending your time consuming. And maybe you'll open it and you'll be like, dang, I feel good about this. I'm proud of myself. I see inspirational stuff. I see healthy recipes. I see cool fashion ideas. I see like whatever, all the things that I'm interested in. Or maybe you look at it and you see things that make you extremely jealous or have a lot of FOMO or make you compare yourself. Maybe they're just pictures of a bunch of beautiful people that you don't know. You don't really care to know, but you just are comparing yourself. And first off, I want to say like from the bottom of my heart, I know what that feels like. And if that's you and that's what you are seeing, I'm so sorry. And I want you to know that a lot of that is not even what it seems. Like a lot of that is just perfectly edited, perfectly angled, perfect lighting pictures that aren't real life. So I know it's hard to see sometimes, but just know like real life is so much better than any photo you will see on Instagram. And also if that's you, I want to challenge you to make your explore page change because what you like what you save, what you spend time looking at, like when you look at a picture for a long amount of time, like those are the things that they're going to feed you on the explore page. So maybe search the things on Instagram that you want to truly see that will make you feel good, what you want to learn about, what you want to gain inspiration and motivation from, like focus on those things and you'll see how your explore page will change. And that's the same for TikTok too. Literally search in TikTok how to do it yourself, recipes, workouts, whatever you actually want to get from it and you will curate what the app feeds you. It can be very convicting too because if you go on that explore page and you see stuff that you know you don't truly want to see, like that stuff that you've been focusing on, that stuff that you've been clicking on and watching. So you can definitely change that by just changing what you search, what you look at, all that. But now that you kind of know a little bit of my story with social media and how I grew up with it, um, I want to dive into the goods and the bads. So I think I definitely want to end on the goods. So we'll start with the bads. And really, I just want to do this to kind of open the conversation to get you contemplating how you're using it and how to use it for good instead of using it for bad. So we'll go through the bads first. For this first one, I do want to put just a little trigger warning on this. We are talking a little bit about self-image, body image, all of that. So if you are um, struggling with any of that or if talking about it does trigger you at all, I just um, advise you to skip through this a little bit um, until we get to another topic. But I think a huge thing that we all know is social media can be detrimental to your self-image and your body image if you're looking at other people that you see as more beautiful or more perfect than you and you're comparing yourself to them and you're getting down about it. I know this was a huge thing for me in high school when I followed these models that I looked nothing like and maybe they were models that at the time were on magazines or on commercials and they were just, how they looked just seemed unattainable, but it seemed like social media and magazines and whatever it was at that time was deeming them as perfect in society and everyone was talking about them everybody loved them everybody was obsessed with them and I just didn't look like them and I knew I never would so that definitely was a struggle for me so that can be a really hard one to navigate and definitely one of the negative points of social media but I do want to say this is one of those things where it's all in the eyes of the beholder so I am thinking back to 15 year old me maybe I would see a picture of I'm just gonna say Alexis Wren because she definitely was someone that I saw on social media growing up and thought she was just so perfect. And so 15-year-old me would look at her and think she's so beautiful. She's this, she's that. I'm never going to look like that. And I would get so down on myself and pick myself apart and just sit in sadness over the fact that she looked this way and did these things and had this life and I didn't. But now me at 25, I look at the same Alexis Wren. I can recognize her beauty and her fun lifestyle and the opportunities she's getting. And I can be so excited and happy for her and celebrate her and think, wow, that's awesome. Like she's crushing it without having any negative connotation to myself because I am content in myself, in my own unique beauty, in my own life. And somewhere in those 10 years from being 15 to now being 25, I'm able to look at this same person with a completely different mindset and a completely different heart in a way that back then it would tear me down. And now it has zero negative effect on me at all. If anything, maybe something she posts motivates me or makes me smile or I'm able to see things she's doing and I am happy for her and excited for her and, you know, cheering her on from behind the screen. 
And that's just a small example because I remember specifically that name being someone that I was like looked up to and was jealous of back when I was younger. Yeah, that just goes to show that even though it's easy to see all these people that you think are perfect, it's really in your mindset and in your own heart and the way you would interpret these images or these pictures on social media. So if you're looking at someone or something and you have really negative thoughts while you're looking at them about yourself or whatever, I want you to take a step back and think, how can I work on my own self, my own mindset, my own heart in a way that these things don't do this to me? And I want to encourage you to unfollow anybody or anything that does make you feel like you're missing out or negative about yourself because it's not worth it. Following someone that makes you feel that way is not worth it. And I also want to normalize unfollowing because because especially if it's someone in your own real life and not just a public figure out there, maybe it's someone at at your high school or your college or something that you see their pictures and you get really, really jealous or it doesn't make you feel good about yourself to consume their content, but you feel bad unfollowing them because you feel like it's a personal thing. That's tough. That's really hard. There is a mute feature. You can mute their content so it doesn't show that you unfollowed them, but you just mute them so that you don't see anything they post. That's one option. But I also want to normalize and say that unfollowing is perfectly fine. And if you feel like you guys are close and you need to justify it to them, which just saying, I don't think you do need to justify it to them. But if you feel like you do, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, hey girl, look, I am unfollowing you. I just wanted to let you know it is not personal. You did not do anything wrong to me. I am not upset with you over anything. But right now in my life, I am trying to curate the type of content I'm consuming and seeing your pictures Honestly, I compare myself to you and I'm going to unfollow you. And that can be really hard. So I'm not saying definitely go do that. But I'm saying if you feel like it's maybe a close friend even or someone in your friend group that you feel like you need to justify, that is perfectly fine to do that. And if you don't feel like you need to justify, hit that unfollow wish them the best. Maybe at another time in life when you've really worked on yourself and you can feel content and full and not needing to compare yourself to others, maybe at another time you can follow them back. But there's nothing wrong with curating your feed and curating who you follow. On to the next one. It can give you FOMO or fear of missing out. We all love to share what we're doing. We're hanging out. Maybe you're sitting at home with no plans and you get on social media, you get on Instagram and you see a story of all your friends hanging out, doing something, and you weren't invited. Now, right away, that can be like a ping at your heart of why wasn't I invited? They didn't think of me or they purposely didn't invite me. They must not like me. Are they talking about me? Did I do something wrong? All those things can rush into your head when in reality, it could have been it was a last minute plan. Maybe they ran into each other getting breakfast and they said, oh, we should go to the beach today. And it was so last minute and it had nothing to do with you are not inviting you it just happened or it's just a you know a quick easy plan but to you seeing that story it can feel so personal because you ultimately go to well why wasn't i invited and i think that is one negative of social media is that it can really convince you that you are missing out but if you feel that way if you ever do or when you do in the future i want you to remember these words you are not missing out it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing it doesn't matter who's hanging out what's going on or what the lives of others look like online you're not missing out you are exactly where you need to be and you can find joy and fun in life right now exactly where you are with the people you're around or solo by yourself there's always something you can be learning or taking on in life and just because it may look different for other people right now it doesn't mean that the season you're going through or the life that you're living right now isn't valuable or isn't worthy or isn't something that you are meant to walk through. So the next time you get on social media and you see a bunch of people hanging out or whatever and you feel that FOMO, I challenge you to switch your mind and go seek out fun somewhere else. Put your phone down. That's always the first step. Just put your phone down if it's causing you to feel bad about yourself or anything and go find real life fun. There is no better feeling than putting that phone down and finding joy in your real life. 
out in earth, wherever. I know something that has really helped me if I ever feel FOMO is to put my phone on do not disturb. I won't open any of my apps for a few hours and I'll just go take a walk outside. There are very few things that a walk outside cannot fix. Let me tell you, getting out in the sunshine, just listening to nature, putting on a podcast that you learn something from and just walking outside. Oh my gosh, it resets your mindset. It does so much for you. It literally releases feel good chemicals. 100% recommend just putting your phone down and going for a walk if those feelings of FOMO ever come up. There's so many things you can do when you feel that FOMO, but if you stay on that phone and you keep scrolling and you keep looking at it, those feelings are just gonna get heavier and heavier. So the best thing you can do is to just set your phone down and know that it's not as deep as you think it is and you are not missing out. Another way that social media can be a bad thing sometimes is the connections that we make and the way we talk on there can kind of take away from real life connections and conversations. I think connections on social media can be really good or really bad. We'll get into the good ways later. But if you're used to only DMing people 24-7 or only commenting on people that you don't really know's pictures and you do that all the time but you never actually go hang out with those people in person or meet those people in person or form real life relationships it can honestly create this social anxiety of we're close online but we have zero connection in person and that can be a really challenging and tough thing because it can make you very socially anxious when you are put in situations where you're real life in person with people and it can definitely take away from real deep true connection because you feel like you got enough of it over your phone which can be really scary and I was gonna get into this on when we talk about the good points but while we're on it I'll just talk about it now so the flip side of that is I think social media can be so good and awesome for connecting with people because truly some of my best friends today I would not have met them and known them if it weren't for social media and DMing each other or just commenting on one of their pictures. So I think the key is use social media as a tool for connection. Use it to meet friends in your area, comment on their pictures, DM them, but do it in a way that you initiate hanging out in person so that you can actually have a real in-person connection with them and make a true friend. So like I was saying at the beginning, that's a tool that can be used either way. It can be harmful to you and your mental health, or it can actually be incredibly helpful and help you to make real best friends that you have for the rest of your life, which is something I am so thankful for. Okay, another bad one is that social media can take you out of the present moment. Um, And I've experienced this in my own life with even really good things. Like when I go see the sunset and I wanna take a picture or a fun video, there have been times when I notice I literally go there, pull my phone up right away, like snap so many pictures. And I'm like, Lucas, will you actually take one of me with the sunset? Oh, oh, let's take this TikTok real quick while the sunset's up. And then by the time the sun goes down, I'm like, oh my gosh, did I even really look at it unless it was through my screen? And I've had that realization a couple of times. And now I've put a boundary on that when I go to sunset, you know, I look at it, I take a couple pictures, take a quick video for the content because that is part of my job. But then I put my phone down and I watch the sunset and I talk to whoever I'm with and watch it with them. Maybe we'll put our phones down and we'll go swim and we truly take it in because what is it worth to create really cool content for people to watch if you're not even experiencing it yourself in real life? Then it's just fake and it's not even good for you or helpful for you. So that's like, One of my huge boundaries and my motto with social media now is like, take the pic, take the content, but experience it in real life. Like as soon as that picture is taken, put your phone down and dive into the moment. And then I think this is the last bad thing that I have about social media. And it pertains mainly to TikTok. Um, I guess some Instagram reels too. Really anything that goes viral with virality. There are a lot of good things, but the hate comments become very heavy. Any video of mine that goes viral If I scroll through the comments, I instantly get sad and in a bad mood because some of them are so hateful. And a lot of them are trolls that they have a fake account. It's like user 97250 and they comment the nastiest things. I've had people make comments about my face, my body, my relationship. If I do like a day in the life and they... They'll comment like, oh, you just live off of your daddy's money. You don't work. Like coming at me for my job, what I do. Literally anything. If it's a if it's a video of my cute dog, I'll literally get hate comments about, oh, his hair looks so terrible. Like you're the worst dog owner ever. Like crazy stuff. So that's been weird to navigate because before anything started going viral, I never ran into that. It was mainly just 
positive comments, but with virality or growth at all, the negative comments and the hate does come. So that's, that just sucks. Cause I mean, putting yourself out there on social media is hard enough sometimes, and then put yourself out there and then see people publicly tear you apart in comments has got to be one of the hardest things. And at the beginning, like it would actually ruin my day. I would read something in the morning and I would be so upset the whole day. I wouldn't feel like doing anything except laying around and reading through the rest of the comments. And it had a huge impact on my mental health. And that really, really sucks. The worst one was we posted a wedding video and the comments were talking about how we would get divorced in two years, just like coming at our relationship. And that really, really got to me because like I said, I do come from a family that had a lot of issues growing up and divorce and fighting and a lot of hurt. So those really got to me on a personal level that were just random strangers saying stuff. And it got to me in a way that it ruined my day. Sometimes it would even ruin my week. But a boundary I put on that is when a video goes viral, I don't read the comments. I might scroll for a sec and answer just a few. Maybe if someone asks like, where'd you get your dress from? I do try to get back to those people. But if I start seeing anything negative, I exit out of that right away because it's not worth it. They're strangers. They don't know you. They're judging you off of a seven second video. So it's better to protect your mental health and just not read it. All right. Well, enough with the bad. I don't like talking about the bad. I try to talk about the positive and the good things a lot, but I do feel like it was very important to acknowledge the bad and be mindful of it so that we can fully enjoy the good. So let's get into the good. Well, off the top of my head, like I said, with connecting with people and meeting new friends, every new place that I've been to, I've been able to meet new friends through social media. And it's been so fun. because we know we have the same interests already. We're both into fitness and I can reach out and be like, hey, I'm gonna be in Tampa this week. Like, let's go to a workout class. You meet a friend, you start talking, you hang out and that's someone you now have a friend in them for the rest of your life. That's so cool that social media can do that. Some of my very best friends to this day are people that I've met off of social media. So I'm so thankful for that. Another thing is whenever I travel and I put up a little question box on my story of, hey, I'm going to be in, you know, Newport Beach this week. What are some recommendations? And oh my gosh, you guys that are on Instagram are so incredible to give me recommendations for every place. And I'll go to a place, you'll say like a cute coffee shop, I go there and it's the cutest place and I fall in love with it. And that all came because someone on Instagram recommended it to me. So the connections and turning connections and stuff into real life is so awesome on social media. Another thing with social media and having a platform on there is I'm able to reach so many more people than I ever would without it. Like I might have something really, really big on my heart, something I want to share, something that I think will be encouraging to others. And with a platform, I'm able to do that and reach 10 times the amount that I would if I didn't have that platform. So I think that's a really positive thing too with having a platform on social media. And again, that can be used for good or bad. You can use your platform to say negative stuff or to gossip or to call people out or whatever, or you can use it for only good, only encouraging, only uplifting things. Okay, the next thing is it can be a complete expression of yourself, of your art, of your own unique characteristics and just yeah a way to express yourself like I said in the beginning when I was 15 and just taking pictures of random things I truly was expressing myself how I saw the world through my eyes and how I could capture it so it really has been a creative outlet for me all along and especially now you're just able to you know take what you see what you think is beautiful in the world maybe what's beautiful in others what's beautiful in yourself and share it and express it through social media whether that's in the form of photography short form videos in long form videos in podcasts in songwriting like every type of artist can find a way on social media it's like modern day artwork really if you make it that the next thing is that it is free knowledge now a quick warning, like everything we note here, I always I always have to give the good and the bad part. There are some people claiming to know it all and you know giving their knowledge and it's just false on social media. So you do have to be aware of that and be mindful that you know some of the knowledge you may get on social media isn't monitored and it's not actually true, but there is a lot of good knowledge on there. Let's say an example, editing YouTube videos. When I got into YouTube and I didn't know how to edit, I could go on TikTok and Google how to edit a YouTube video on iMovie and this girl will give me in-depth of start to finish how to do this. Back when I was younger, I would have had to pay like a thousand dollars for a course to learn that, but now it's just free knowledge everywhere. There's nothing you can't search on YouTube to show you how to do it. Whatever it is you're looking to learn, you can find it on social media. And that is so awesome. Lucas has learned how to build websites. We've learned how to sell products. We've learned how to build do-it-yourself 
little projects around the house. I learned how to create a podcast just through free content on social media. Like I've learned so much through there. It's knowledge in a way that you can actually learn it and digest it and apply it very quick versus a full semester course of knowledge that maybe you get through and you're like, wait, I don't actually know how I'm going to apply this to my life right now. But YouTube, it's quick, it's to the point, and it teaches you how to take steps towards the things you want to do in life like right away, which I think is so awesome, so beneficial. The next one is you can take so much motivation and inspiration from people on social media. And for this one, you do have to have a mindset that um, I want to gain something from following this account. I want to grow or learn or be inspired from following this account. And you have to look at it in that way instead of a way of I'm going to follow this account and compare myself. So you do have to have like a little mindset switch to be able to use social media for a tool. I think I've gotten that point across, but just reiterating that there are so many amazing creators that I follow and I look up to and I love their content and I consume their content and it gives me so much motivation. Let's just say Sydney Adams for one. I love Sydney Adams. I've only met her once in an airport. (laughs) We had a quick exchange. So I know her mainly off of her content, but she gives me so much motivation. And I know that if there's ever a day I wake up and I don't feel like going to the gym or doing something, if I watch one of her videos, I feel instantly motivated to go to the gym. And I hope I can be that for other people too. I hope that's what my account does for other people. And then there's others like the cleaning TikToks. Maybe my house is a mess and I don't want it to be a mess. I feel cluttered and gross and I don't want to clean either. I watch one cleaning TikTok and I'm ready to clean. Emily Kaiser is that for me. Caitlin Nolan, one of my friends, she is just so organized. She has this incredibly calm and peaceful spirit. She has beautiful home decor very cute outfits. And I really look to her content for inspiration and all of those things too. Again, because social media is an expression of you. It's an expression of your art, of the things you find beautiful in the world. It's a way of expressing those. So people are going to find inspiration and motivation from them. I think that's a really awesome way to use it as a tool too for your own motivation in your real life. Again, bringing it back to real life, you see that video, you're inspired by it, you're motivated to go do something, and then you're able to put your phone down and go do it in real life. And that's what really matters. A huge plus of social media is that it allows you to build a personal brand. If you don't know what a personal brand is, basically personal branding is defined as the process of defining and promoting what you stand for as an individual. Your personal brand is just like a culmination of you your thoughts, your beliefs, what you're interested in, what you're doing in this world, what you stand for. That's your personal brand. And you're able to create that on social media. There's actually research and studies done. I've listened to this on Ed Milet's podcast, but it's very interesting. There are studies done that show the statistics of when even doctors, lawyers, any job that you go into, the people that have personal brands built on social media are some percentage, I wish I knew the exact number, but some percentage more likely to get the job or to get the clients if they've built a personal brand versus if they have no personal brand on social media. And that's just crazy. But the reason behind it is that when people know you, they know what you're doing every day. You're posting on your story. They they see the habits that you have. They see who you hang out with. They hear your thoughts and what you believe in and what you stand for. They're more likely to trust you. They're more likely to hire you. They're more likely to trust you with their their money, with their business, with everything because of that personal brand. So a personal brand outside of just social media, but for when you're going to apply for a job or really anything, it can be really beneficial to you. Using social media as a tool for your business, even if your business isn't anything to do with social media, having some type of personal brand can really help you in whatever field you're trying to go into. You never know what opportunities can come along just from someone running into your page and seeing your personal brand. Another really awesome part about social media is that it has really taken a lot of stigmas away from really important but hard to talk about topics like mental health, racial injustice, disability, just big topics that maybe the news won't usually cover, you know, for certain agendas. But on social media, it's like free game. Anybody can create a video and talk about something. Anything can go viral. So I know in my own life, it's really opened my eyes up to things that I don't really watch the news. So I would have never seen or heard about. And I also wouldn't have heard opinions of real life people that are dealing with these things. I think some of the most transformational videos I've watched are people being vulnerable, talking about 
their struggle with disability or feeling like a victim of racial injustice and how they actually felt throughout the process and what they're going through and hearing it from a standpoint like that, a personal vulnerable standpoint on social media has done so much transformation in my heart and in my eyes and in my life and been able to really empathize in a way that I never would have been able to if I didn't watch that video or if I would have just seen a news broadcasting system talk about it without hearing like an actual personal experience. So I think it's really eye-opening and it can be used as a tool of storytelling and of sharing these real hard to talk about subjects and also taking the stigma away from them. Once one person talks about their experience, it also invites other people to say, you know what, I actually feel that same way too. Here's my story. And then it invites another person. Here's my story. Oh, me too. Certain people are able to build communities where they don't feel as much alone. And then maybe if you're not a part of that community, you're able to empathize more with them and to be able to stand up for them and be a voice for them because now you know their story and you've heard what they're going through. Kind of going off of that one too. Once we realize on social media that there is a need that needs to be met or something that is wrong in the world. Social media is an awesome place where we can come together to make a change. So whether that's just through our voice and spreading awareness, for instance, with things like human trafficking and sex trafficking, I've seen such a shift in such a big wave of just spreading awareness of that and talking about it and people sharing stories and information that maybe you would have never learned or fundraising. Maybe there's a specific person. I love the TikToks when it's like someone talking and maybe they met someone who has a really specific medical need right now, but they don't have money to pay for it. So they fundraise all this money without telling the person and they go surprise them with, you know, $20,000 to get this procedure done. And that would have never happened without social media and without people coming together on social media. So I think that is one way social media can be such an incredible and useful and powerful tool when you have the right mindset behind it and when you're using it for good. I also love seeing this wave of influencers on social media talk about service and talk about donating to charity and giving back and sustainability and all these things. It's really eye-opening to maybe people who haven't heard about all these charities that you can donate to or sustainability or anything and it also like when one person that you look up to and is really cool is talking about it because like that is an influencer and they could be talking about anything but the the fact that they're encouraging you to donate or encouraging you to help fundraise or to go or to make an impact in the world because you look up to them you're going to be more likely to listen to that and to let it affect you and change the way you live so Yeah, I think that's really cool too. And lastly, if you listened to the last episode, you heard a lot about this already, but social media has become a full-time business for me. It's so incredible the opportunities that it can present you with. So just naturally, one huge plus of social media is that it opens opportunities for business and supporting yourself financially. And I think back when I first started social media, I never, ever, 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 ever would have thought that it would actually be a job. I always just thought it was this fun thing you'd post on and you'd just like take pictures and videos, whatever. But now it's a full-time job and that's just so crazy to me. But whether it's through influencing and posting other brands' products or promoting your own product or maybe you're just making money off monetization of YouTube views, there's so many ways that you can make an income through social media and that's just so awesome because if it's something you're passionate about and you love creating and you love sharing your life and you love sharing positivity and whatever it is you're sharing on here you can turn that into an income pretty easily on social media it takes a lot of hard work and dedication and honestly a few years of doing it for free but once you get past that at least in my experience, it's been extremely rewarding and it's given me so much purpose through all the apps of social media too. So those are just some of the goods and the bads of social media. Of course, there's so many more, but those are the ones that really came to my head. And for whoever's listening, I hope it just opens your eyes and reminds you to be mindful of the bads or the cons, but also enjoy the goods and like go into the goods. Use social media as a tool for the good because there is so much good that can come out of these apps. To wrap it up, I want to get into how you can be mindful of the bads and stray away from them and then how you can enjoy those goods and dive into them. So first we'll start with the bads again, how we can be mindful of them and stray away from them. I think you should first start by identifying what you want out of social media. If it's that you want to start doing social media as a full-time job, you can identify that. 
if it's, you don't really care to create that much or post on social media, but you want to gain inspiration and motivation to live your life in an optimal and positive and healthy way in real life, you can identify that. Or maybe you don't really want to grow a following or grow a platform, but you just want to use it as an expression of art. You want to create cool little videos that make you happy and yeah, just use it as a form of your artwork. Maybe you want to use it as your business's marketing. You have a brand that you want to use Instagram reels as your own little ads for and TikToks as a chance to go viral to sell your products or to sell your services of your own business. Yeah, there's so many things you can you can do with social media. So I think the first step is really defining in your own life, what do you want out of it? And also the flip side, defining what you don't want out of it? What are the things you don't want to get on social media and do or think or what you don't want to use it for? And then I want you to think about how you're using it right now in your everyday life and if that matches the desires that you want or don't want out of it. So basically, what do you want out of it? And then how are you using it now? Does it reflect what you want out of it? And if not, how are you going to change that? What can you do differently? Here's some things you can do differently if you realize that you're not using it in a way that makes you feel good and gets you what you want out of it. Like I said earlier, definitely curating what you see, who you follow, and what you pay attention to. So if there's any account that makes you feel bad about yourself and you just can't handle seeing their pictures or their videos, unfollow or mute. That's the first step. That's a healthy boundary you can set for yourself to protect your heart and to protect your mood and protect your mental health. You don't owe them anything to watch their content or see their content if it makes you feel bad. Then if you're posting on your own content and you were like me in the past of doing it for approval and being highly motivated by the likes and the comments and like gaining your approval from that, I first want to challenge you to maybe take a social media break and find some time to be content in yourself without those likes and comments because until you realize that you don't have to get your worth and your approval from social media, it will always be a challenge for you when getting on because there are going to be some photos or pictures or videos that don't do well, you don't get the comments and I don't want you to think that that means you're not valuable or worthy or beautiful because you are everyone is. Take some time to find that contentment in yourself. For me, having a relationship with God is where I get my approval from and where I feel content and where I feel valued and chosen. And without that, I would feel empty and I would be looking for approval from everyone else. That is where my confidence comes from. That is where my self-esteem comes from. That is where being content with who I am, no matter what I look like or no matter how many likes I get or anything, that is where my confidence lies in God. But whether you're Christian or not, you can find that contentment in yourself without needing the approval from others. So I just challenge you to get to a place first where you feel that before you have to look to social media for approval. Because honestly, that will always leave you feeling like you're lacking or less than because social media is so up and down with engagement and comments and likes. That stuff does not truthfully reflect your value or your worth whatsoever. Um, The next thing is to close an app the second that you feel anxious, negative, or bad. I want you to form this habit, create this habit, and over time it'll come more naturally. But for me, what worked in the past was the second that I caught myself looking at a video and in, in comparing myself or feeling bad about myself, exit out right away, put it down, go get myself doing something else. And that might be hard. Like I said, the first couple of times, but eventually that'll be a habit and you won't even really think twice. If you catch yourself mindlessly scrolling and seeing stuff that you just don't really want to see, or isn't making you feel good, exit out and go do something in real life that makes you feel good. Anything, a walk, a workout, make a healthy recipe, call a friend, read a book, tidy up your house, anything you can do to get your mind off of it and in real life. Another thing is to just reflect on this every once in a while when you open social media, reflect on the fact that social media is not real life. A flat picture that was edited, angled, and shot in perfect lighting is not really what that person looks like 24-7. So don't compare yourself to that. I could have on my camera roll 100 pictures. Like Lucas will take, he'll just snap away pictures in an outfit. And some of those pictures, I look completely different than I do of the one that I posted. Maybe I was talking in the middle of it or I was taking a step and my body looked a little different in this angle. Or, But you get the point, like we post the pictures that we think we look good in. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, naturally, like... Yeah, you want to post the pictures that you look good in. That's just, that's human. I'm not going to take the one picture that I'm like, oof, I don't think I look good in that picture. I'm not going to post that one. I'm going to post the one that I thought I looked good out of all those pictures. So just know that, that the girl you follow, that 
looks super cute, always has cute outfits, maybe has the awesome bod or the really pretty face or something. She has pictures that she doesn't think she looks flattering in either. So don't compare your real life to the one picture she did decide to post. Because I promise you, we all have angles that we don't love. We all have lighting that we don't love. And we definitely all have pictures that we don't post because we didn't like the picture. So just remember that and reflect on that when you open social media, know that that's the case. And also, I promise you, maybe you're a creator on this app and you post a lot of pictures and you're listening to this and you think like, yeah, that's true. I can relate to that. I only post the good ones of me. I'm not that cute in person. I want you to realize every person that I've met and hung out with in in person that maybe I knew them on social media before, yeah, they might take really good pictures. But when I meet you in person, I just think humans are so beautiful in person. I don't care if you don't have clear skin. I don't care what your body looks like. I don't care what you're wearing. I care about the connection we shared. I care about the conversations we had. I care about the way we laughed together, the thing we experienced together, the thing we went and did, the fun workout class we did, the coffee shop we went to, like the moments and the memories. Those are the things people care about in real life. So why do we get on social media and we just care about the way we look? Because really the way we look is the least interesting thing about us. Think about your friends. The way that your best friend looks is the least interesting thing about them. You love them for the things you do together, for their personality, for their heart. You love them for all the things so much deeper than the skin. So don't allow yourself to think that people care so much about the way you look. They care about you. They care about who you are as a human being, a perfectly imperfect human being. As cheesy as that may sound, it's so true. So please believe that. And lastly, how you can be mindful of the bad and stray away from it. Constantly reevaluate the why behind why you're posting a picture. And maybe this will help you to change your mindset and what you're posting to help you feel more fulfilled in your social media presence as it did for me. Because I know when my why was for likes, for approval, to feel good, to escape my reality, then I would post that picture and ultimately I would still feel empty. I would still feel sad. I would still feel not good enough. But now when my why has changed to because I want to share my life and inspire and motivate others and I want to be a positive light to the world and I want to share the fun times and document my memories and express myself. Now that my why is all of those things, When I post a picture, I post it and I'm done. I'm on moving to the next thing. I don't even really think much about it, honestly. I feel good. I feel like I'm contributing to society in a positive way, helping other people, and I'm ready to go on and live my real life. So the why behind your posting is so important. And if your why is what my why was when I was younger, please, please, please take some time to get your why changed to get to know yourself to build your self-esteem and build your confidence outside of social media and then when you go back to social media i promise your life your attitude your mindset your mental health will be so much better and so different okay now on to some of the ways that we can use social media as a tool for good and dive into the good ways like i said a few seconds ago make your why something that is fulfilling because when you have a why that gives you purpose you're going to be so much happier and more content on social media When you have a why that goes beyond yourself, a why that focuses more on others and the world around you rather than yourself, you're going to find a lot more fulfillment in posting on social media. And this can go for if you're a business, a brand, and you have a product that you believe in and you believe will help other people or make other people feel confident if it's clothing or um, healthy, if it's supplements or whatever. Your why is you have an awesome product that you believe will add value to someone's life and you're sharing that with the world. Or if you just have a fun personal Instagram, maybe you want to share fashion inspiration, recipe inspiration, all of that, you're still helping other people and motivating other people. So that's your why. Yeah, define a why that gives you true fulfillment beyond yourself. And every time you go to post, think, is this in alignment with my why? Remember your why, recognize it, and post with that why in mind. Another thing is I think one of the biggest gifts and blessings to ourself in the world is actually giving back to others, blessing other people, complimenting other people, and we can do that so easily on social media. Next one is back to what we were talking about, knowledge. I like to be 
a constant learner. I like to always find new ways to learn new things or if I ever feel like stagnant in life or kind of bored, I'm like, okay, what project can I take on? What can I learn right now? So if you ever feel that way or maybe just taking on knowledge from social media and then applying it right away. Um, I know I used to listen to stuff on podcasts and YouTube videos all the time and I was like so hyped up in the moment. I loved listening to it, learning a bunch of stuff, but it would, I would procrastinate on actually applying it to my life. But the second that I started trying to apply something right away to my life changed everything. When I listen to a podcast and there's good advice, and then I go and literally do something that day that they talked about, it's life-changing. If you can learn to apply right away, right after you learn something, it will absolutely change your life and benefit you so much. Um, another one is going back to when we were talking about like meeting people in person, take on a challenge to meet a new friend in your city. Like you can literally go to locations and say you live in Tampa, you click like Tampa, Florida, you can scroll through and find like people that are posting there. One amazing way to use social media for a good tool is to meet a friend. Um, and of course I, I don't think I even need to say this, but like stranger danger is a thing. So be safe with it. But if you see someone who has the same interests as you on social media and you guys live in the same area and kind of get to know each other on social media, that's a great way to invite them to a coffee shop to get to know them even further and then make a friend in real life. So for all the people that say social media disconnects us from reality, you can flip that switch and actually allow it to connect you to reality even more by making a friend out of it in real life, which is so cool. If you have a business, gosh, I can't recommend using social media as marketing for that enough. Through Instagram reels, through Instagram stories with a link, through TikTok videos, through YouTube shorts, through influencers, through content creators, through UGC. If you can use social media for your business, oh my gosh, you will be so set. There's so many ways to go about it. And if you don't know social media that well and you want to use it for a business, you can get on Fiverr. You can reach out to influencers or content creators to post for you. Yeah, there's so many ways to dive into how you can use it for your business, but it really does change the game. There are companies built completely off of social media and they're selling out their products. They're doing really, really well. So I definitely encourage learning, YouTubing, how to use it for your business and diving into that. Uh, I've loved diving into this because these are all thoughts that have just been on my mind and on my heart and it feels so good to just get them out and talk to you guys on here. So I hope all of this made sense. I hope I communicated it all well. If you learned something, I really want to encourage you to go apply it today, whatever it was, maybe write it down and focus on it this week. Also, I've loved seeing the Instagram stories of your screenshots of the podcast and then writing like a little sentence or paragraph of what you learned and took away from it. That is so awesome to me and I've loved seeing those. So keep it up. I want to see more of them. I want to hear what you guys are taking away and what you're learning so that I know how to better communicate to you um, for episodes in the future. Overall, I hope from this episode you just got that you are the master and you are in control of your social media and it is not in control of you. You don't have to be a slave to your social media. You're not forced to mindlessly scroll or to look at things you don't want to look to. You are completely in control of what you watch, what you see, who you follow, what you do, and how you use it to benefit your life. So I hope you choose to use social media as a tool for good, as a way to grow your business, to inspire you, to motivate you, to connect in real life and to just yeah overall just use it for good choose those things okay thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode i will see you next week and i do want to say real quick if you haven't heard we do have our own healthy hot cocoa it's called kaizos cocoa mix and it is a cocoa mix powder with a bunch of supplements in it that supports gut health, digestion, immunity, muscle recovery, and sleep. There's things like magnesium, ashwagandha, collagen, chamomile, tons of fruit powders. There's so many vitamins and nutrients in this, and it honestly just tastes so good. You put one scoop in frothed almond milk. You can do it cold. You can do it hot. You also can even bake with it or mix it into smoothies, and it's just this delicious, creamy taste. So we want to offer you guys a code. If you do want to try it out, this is just for the podcast listeners. That code is HEALTHY25 for 25% off. The link to that will be in the description if you want to go try out Kaizos Cocoa. We do have an Instagram if you want to 
give it a look before you um, try it out to see all the benefits and everything it does and how to make it and everything. That Instagram is just Kaizos, K-A-I-Z-O-S. Again, the code is HEALTHY25, and I can't wait to see you guys trying it and hearing what you think. All right, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye!